can stand against the Lord. No one can. No one will. Who can stand against the King? No one can. No one will. Victory belongs to Jesus. Victory belongs to Him. Victory belongs to Jesus. Victory belongs to Him. Who can stand against the Lord? No one can. No one will. Who can stand against the King? No one can. No one will. Victory belongs to Jesus. Victory belongs to Him. Thank you for listening to Sunday Morning Live. That is SML Inside the Pages, presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. That is Pomona, California. Today is October 24th, 2021. This is Pastor Carl Henderson. There is no better place to be than the Word of God. The Bible says heaven and earth will pass away before his word falls short. Our Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m., Tuesday Bible study, 7 p.m., and Thursdays, Acts of the Holy Ghost. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we are faithful, we are bold, we are the church. We believe the best way, and I mean the best way, the only way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. There is no plan B. There is only plan A, and that is God's plan. At this time, we're going to have opening scripture from Brother Donald, and afterwards, we will have our broadcast prayer. Good morning, saints and friends. I hope you are having a blessed day or blessed evening, wherever you might be. Today's scripture reading will be Psalms 27. Chapters, verses 7 through 14. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy upon me and answer me. When thou saidest, Seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, Thy face, Lord, will I seek. Hide not thy, hide not thy face far from thee, but not thy servant away in anger. Thou hast been my help, lead me not, neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, 
Then the Lord will take me up. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in the plain, in the plain path because of my enemies. Deliver me not unto the will of mine enemies, for false witnesses are risen up against me, and such as breathe out cruelty. I have fainted unless I believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord and be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thy heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearers of the word. Have a blessed day, everybody. Certainly, we thank and praise God for the reading of his word. Thank God for each of you, your attendance. And so we want to remember those that are sick, those that are shut in, the bereaved. Maybe you're dealing with finance situation, you know, whatever it is. The Bible said, is there anything too hard for God? Is there anything too hard for him? If you want to submit a prayer request, please visit ConnectingTruth.org. That is ConnectingTruth.org. Your prayer is is confidential. Your information is, is personal and confidential. And we do believe in holding strict uh, guidelines in what we do and what we say because we are accountable to you and unto the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray and ask that you remember those that are sick in their body. Lord Jesus, uh, whether they are on medication, we ask that you would bless the medicine to do what it should be doing. Lord God, and if it's not correct, let that be known so that it can be corrected. Lord God, we pray and ask that you would touch, Lord, those that are bedridden. They cannot be in service because they are, the ailment has them laying down, have them where they cannot move, incapacitated. Lord, I pray that you would bless them as they listen in. Lord God, as you would bless them, Lord, through the airwaves, Lord God. Bless them, Lord Jesus, through your word. You're able to just send your word and provide healing where it is needed. Lord God, we pray and ask that you remember the shut-in. Those that are listening, Lord God, they're bound. Lord Jesus, you know the circumstance. You know the reason. Lord, you know those that are crying out to you. Lord Jesus, end the shut-in. Lord God, I pray and ask that you would help them, Lord. Lord, bless them to uh, be focused on you. Keep them protected, Lord God. Covered with your blood, Lord Jesus, as they read your word, as they listen to your word. Lord God, as they are seeking you in prayer, Lord God, as they are consecrating themselves unto you, Lord. Lord Jesus, as they have repented of their sins, Lord God, I ask that you would bless them, Lord. Remember them, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, the bereaved family, Lord, what loved ones have been lost. Mothers, fathers, Lord God, brothers, sisters, Lord Jesus, you know the comfort that is needed. Lord, you know it leaves us speechless. We don't know what to do or say during this, that time, that moment, Lord. You know the sorrow of heart. Lord Jesus, you are the only one that can comfort us uh, in this time. Lord Jesus, and to guide the mouths of those that are around the families, Lord Jesus, to say the right things. Lord God, we pray and ask these blessings in the name of Jesus. 
Lord God, you said that you would keep our minds in peace. Lord, they need your peace. They need, Lord Jesus, your help in handling the business and arrangements, Lord. Lord Jesus, and in, and in helping one another. Lord, I ask that you remember the finance, financial burdens that are upon families right now. Lord Jesus, where we come short and not able to, to help in certain areas, but you are. Lord Jesus, you're able, Lord. Lord, just like you allow uh, them fishing to find money in the fish's mouth. Lord Jesus, you're able to send, you're able to help meet the need of those that, Lord God, are saying help. Lord, we're crying out for your help this morning. Lord Jesus, in relationship, we're crying out for your help on the job. We're crying out for your help in school, Lord. Lord, that you would guide us, Lord. You said if we acknowledge you in all of our ways, you shall direct our path. Lord Jesus, we don't want to be forgetful hearers of your word. Lord, we pray and ask that you would help us to remember. Help us to call out on you, Lord God. Lord, not just when we're in need, but to call out on you, Lord God, and nurture the relationship that you are requesting from us. Lord God, we'll be careful to give your name the praise and to give you glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Bless your Lord Jesus. Certainly, uh, again, we thank God for each of you that are listening, uh, those that are uh, present. Those that are listening and those that will be listening later uh, want to, uh, we're going to uh, want you to join in in this, this particular praise. I was just listening to it and, and thinking about what God is doing and, and how he is doing it. I'm excited about Jesus and, and for a good reason and, and you'll find out why in a, in a little while. But, uh, but with that being said, you may know this song, you may not know it, but certainly I think you'll, you'll catch on to it pretty fast. Is forever 
Certainly, we thank God for his, you know, God is good. God has gifted this church with vision uh, of what will happen and what is happening. Mm -hmm. Yes, he, you know, I'm a, a watcher, as you, if you recall, as we have studied through the book of Ezekiel, a watcher or the pastor is a watchman. And so, and I use that in, in, in the term of there is no male or female in God. He'll use whom he want to use as a leader. And so, the leaders are watching. And they have uh, dreams. They have visions. God speak to them. Uh, obey them. Send his word. And, you know, and these are for instructions and correction. Maybe you've had a dream. Uh, and for sure, if that dream is from God, it will lead you closer to him. Church, Cornerstone, we are coming, we are, uh, we're, we're, we're close to the end of 2021. And, and, and so, uh, 
you need to get closer to God. Everyone listening and hearing this, uh, no matter what church you go to, I want to encourage you to get close to God. Uh, the question was recently asked, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? Uh, neglect says that you're not doing something that you should do. All of us is uh, responsible for what we're supposed to be doing unto the Lord. Whatever service we're to do, uh, teaching, preaching, you know, whatever our, our responsibility is, uh, we, are, we don't want to neglect that. Right? And so we want to be close to God. Uh, are you fair with God? Faithful? Do you fight with him? And the Bible talks about a good fight of faith. And so uh, are you pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus? Are you pressing? You know, press means that it's taking some effort. A press is something that, you know, it's not you. You're, it means that there are a lot of there's a lot of compassion behind it in order for you to press your way. You know, I, I like watching, um, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, he is a well-known running back. And some of you may have already uh, may can think of his name, but at this moment, his name is evading me. He plays with the Titans. And uh, when he gets his hands on the ball, it's, you're not going to bring him down easy. Uh, matter of fact, they have a commercial where he's dragging a few Ram players through the through the streets and the foot and the airport and on a treadmill. Uh, he's not tired, but you can see the, the, the round players are sweating. Yeah, you know, but you understand what I'm saying. He's pressing. He's pressing. He's has, he has some endurance. He has worked out. He has spirit. He has not only physically uh, exercised, but that takes spiritual exercise too, the, his spirit, his tenacity. We, we need to get like that with God. And, and so, uh, you know, you, you, you have to look that up on your own time. I'm sorry that I did not think of his name. It just kind of hit me as it was talking about pressing uh, toward the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Now, let me reemphasize it again. You need to get closer to God. Now, I, I say this because this is a prophetic message. Uh, we need to eliminate all any and all barriers that that would uh, cause you not to be close to God. You don't want don't let nothing come in between you and sovereign God. We're coming to the end of 2021. We're coming to the end and with each month, with each day, with each hour, each minute, we draw closer. And if you haven't noticed, look at yourself in the mirror. You're drawing closer to the Lord. And you're going to meet him. You just don't know the day or the hour. You don't know if it's going to be a collective call where the trump of God sound and the dead in Christ shall rise first and then we which are alive are going to be caught up. Now, everyone is not going to be caught up. Everyone that died is not going to be caught up. And so you need to draw close to God. I mean, you need to be inseparable from God. 
don't allow it. We live in a day and time. You cannot allow anything to separate you from God. And it begins with you, not the devil. No, he can't, he can't cause you not to be saved. You make a choice. That's a decision. Your actions and what you do is based upon your personal decisions, not the devil. Letting that marinate for a moment. The Bible said when a man is tempted uh, and he falls, it's be, not because of God. Someone said, God tempted me. No, he did not. God doesn't tell us to abstain from something and then tempt us with that very thing. No, it is something that was in your heart already. And therefore now it is revealing and then it brings about sin. And so I, I just want to stress that don't let nothing separate you from God. And separation from God means, uh, or closeness to God means obedience to his word, obedience to what he has to say. Not your own feelings. Sometimes we, we get caught in our feelings. I've been caught in my feelings before. And my feelings got me in trouble. And then when I, I realized that I was in my own feelings. Listen, David said it like this. He said, my foot almost slipped. When I looked out and I saw what was going on, I was making observations on some other things and I got in my feelings and then I was reminded and I came to myself and of what the end would be. And so we need to make sure that, that as we draw close to God, we have to lay aside, the Bible said lay aside what? Every weight, every sin that do it so easily beset us. Saints, draw close to God. Saints, Listen to what I'm saying. Draw close to God. On the first Sunday of the month is the fast, is our fast day. I want to remind you of that. On the first Sunday, so that means the first Sunday of November, fasting. On the second Sunday is communion and an anointing service. We have not had an anointing service uh, in this year. As a matter of fact, this will be a specific type of service. It is not just an anointing where you've come up. Listen, just be here. We are closing out the year pounding the pavement. And so dates and times are on the way of what we're going to be doing and reaching out to souls. And so uh, certainly we thank and praise God and, uh, for that. And I want to, we're going to, I want to direct your attention now to the word of God. And that is Revelation, as we continue our study in the book of Revelation 7, 1 through 4. Are you rapture ready? If the Lord called us right now, are you ready? I can only imagine what it would be like. Oh, bless you, Lord Jesus. Bless your name, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord God, for this moment, this opportunity, Lord Jesus, to present your word another day. Lord God, I pray and ask that you would bless each one under the sound of my voice, whether near or far, that you would bless them, Lord God, to embrace what has been said, to hold on to it. Lord Jesus, as we yield ourselves unto you, that you may increase, Lord. Bless us, Lord God. We want to hear from you. Lord God, we want to understand, Lord Jesus, we want to walk in your way, Lord Jesus, so that we can hear your voice say, well done, good and faithful servant. We know that's not contingent upon us, 
we know is contingent upon our obedience to your word and to your will. We ask these blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Revelation, the seventh chapter. You have your Bibles. Again, uh, in chapter seven. Uh, now, we, we talked last week, again, how shall we escape if we, if we neglect, you know, so great a salvation? And, but as we continue on, the seventh chapter takes us in as a continuation of that sixth seal. And so the Bible says, after these things, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree. You ever been in a hot day where the wind was not blowing? I was speaking with a young man last night uh, that had come in from Arizona, and he was talking about how the weather had, you know, 120 degrees during the day, and then uh, at night it's 117. And so pretty much you're in the house. It is a law there that all homes, no matter how, um, you know, whether you're on the south side of the track or the north side of the track, you have to have air conditioning. And so uh, you don't want to be without wind or, you know, or anything like that. Can you imagine the wind not blowing on the earth or on the sea or on the trees? And I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. And I heard the number of them which were sealed, and there were sealed a hundred and forty-four thousand of all the tribes of the children of Israel. I am not going to read each of the tribes or anything. You can read that on your own time. However, there was a limited number. Everyone was not sealed. And, and so I want to just take a thought from the word of God. And that is that you need to seal the deal. You need to seal the deal. The deal, like other contractual agreements, require a commitment to the terms and conditions. One of the most, uh, or one of uh, the, what are the present terms and conditions is something that you need to look at. Many times we buy things, and we buy cars, and you know, and they give you a, a piece of paper, and you know, on that paper, you're pretty much signing your life away you know, it has a lot of information on it, and none of us really take the time to read every line, paragraph, you know, or anything of that nature. In this life journey, we need to read the, the comments. We need to read the terms and conditions that God has laid out. And they are uh, the final approval of those terms and conditions upon agreement 
it comes from the guarantor. Now, remember when you make a purchase, a vehicle, most common thing, and, and you sign a, 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 a contract to make monthly payments, it's guaranteed by someone. You might have good credit uh, and everything, but the uh, trust me, there is a guarantee on there because if a guarantor, because if you don't pay that, uh, someone's gonna sneak up in your yard and drive away with it or back up a tow truck and, and, and next thing you know it's going down the street. Or you get off of work and you go outside and you'll be taken in this day over or lift home. And so, uh, because the guarantee, the guarantee. And so you heard this said before and I, I don't mind repeating it again. But not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will, listen, he that doeth the will. It doesn't matter what school you went to. It doesn't matter how uh, educated you are or not. It doesn't matter um, if you are mentally challenged. I want to put it that way. It doesn't matter if you're physically challenged and some of us are emotionally challenged. It doesn't matter because it does not exclude us from doing the will of God. He said, many shall say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? I'm, I'm Pastor Tutu, I prophesy in your name, Lord. And in thy name I've cast out devils. I've laid hand on folks. There's and folks that fell down on the ground, and you know, you have that, and you know, others have rolled up. You know, I, I saw a video where the, the gentleman was standing on top of the podium, dancing around. I, I guess they felt the spirit of God was high in that place. I don't understand. But he said, uh, and in our name we've done wonderful works. And the Lord said, I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. The key to that is because uh he that doeth the will of my father. So that means that they did not do the will of God. They preached, but was that the will of God? They prophesied, but was that the will of God? They did wonderful works in his name, but was that the will of God? God is saying it obviously was not. There was something missing in the mix. You know, ingredients... You bake a cake and you leave the eggs out. I'm not going to eat it. You leave the milk out. I don't need a Susie Bake Oven cake. That's what God is saying. You don't need a Susie Bake Oven cake. You know, uh, we need all the ingredients that makes a good pound cake. All the ingredients that make a good coconut cake. So this message is to those that receive gifts from God. They use what God gave them. 
They enjoyed the benefits God had to offer. You know, they test drove. Ooh, this feel good. You know, you ever go out and just test drive something just because you want to see what it was like? You, you had no intentions of buying it. You just wanted to drive it and see what it was like. And we used to do that. You know, and um, there's some other things we used to do. But listen, uh, they test drove it. They felt it was good. They, and sometimes they even abused the merchandise. But they never sealed the deal. They never signed a contract, went into agreement that I'm going to buy into this. I'm going to commit myself into the ownership of this. Huh. How is your commitment today? Is your commitment solid or is it signed with disappearing ink? If your commitment has been signed with disappearing ink, the deal has not been sealed. Are you a man or a woman that has that is after God's heart. There's a difference. God said that David is a man after my own heart. David was someone that chased after God. He sought after God. Uh -huh. The Bible said that David was obedient in all the things in all of his life with that one exception that people like to hark upon. I don't want nobody to hark upon the one thing that, that I did that, that, that I'm embarrassed about, that made me feel bad, that that, that wrecked me for a, a while, you know, and destroyed things and, uh, you know, and, and shipwrecked. I don't think any of us would like that. And so we should not do that. Uh, but we should look uh, because there's some good in everybody. Oh, that's your opinion. But God created us. And what God says, you know, when a person say, I'm sorry. When a person repent, uh, when a person turn from doing something wrong, maybe it was a bullet that used to hit you and then the day came that they just stopped hitting you. Wasn't that a good thing? That's a good thing. You know, uh, the day came that something clicked and they went into a different direction uh, instead of uh, coming your way. And, and so, listen, and the Bible said, after these things, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree. What things is he talking about? He said, after those, after these things. Well, previously he saw a white horse with a rider conquering the conquer. He saw a red horse with a rider taking peace from the earth. A black horse with a rider causing unbelievable economic turmoil. A pale horse whose rider was death. The name of the rider was death. And hell followed him. After these things, I saw under the, uh, the, the souls under the protection of the altar. There were souls under the altar that had taken a stand for the word of God. And they had a testimony. That testimony is not that I got a house. That testimony is not that I got a job or, or, or a new car or, you know, or anything. No, the testimony is that when opposition came, they 
fought a good fight. The testimony is that I committed myself to God and I would not change from that commitment. No matter what came my way, no matter how bad it got, because there was those that, that was clothed in animal skin and allowed wild dogs was allowed to, to, to chase after them and to tear them in pieces. There were those that were in the lion den, those that was cast into the, the a fiery furnace. John himself boiled in oil and then abandoned on an island to just starve and die. A testimony. That's a testimony. And they refused to denounce the Lord. We may not denounce him uh, and by words, but what about our actions? You know, we've all heard the saying that actions does what? Speak louder than words. Actions say a lot of things. Uh, 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 and, and, and a Polaroid certainly will speak louder than whatever you have to say. It wasn't me, but that Polaroid got you. Uh, the eyes of the Lord is going to and fro in the earth, looking at everything that is occurring. And so the testimony is that I stood when others would not stand. The testimony it may be that that I what that one time I didn't stand, but when I started to stand, I didn't go back. When I laid my hands to the gospel plow, I didn't become like a dog returning to his vomit. But I, I, I've held on to what God had to say. And my life itself is a living testimony. That's the testimony of those that were under the altar. Oh, bless your Lord. Now, a great earthquake, the sun is blacked out, the moon is red as blood, the elements have withdrawn, and people are asking to die. They don't want to face the wrath of the, that they're seeing that is coming upon the earth. John continues with the, the uh, uh, atmospheric conditions which provide life to use and a prophetic word that brought life to Israel in 1948. Now the angels are standing in front, not standing in front, but on top of the wind. In other words, they have complete uh, uh, authority. They're dominating the wind. They're standing on top. That They got some big feet, huh? That's some large angels standing on top of the wind, holding it down, keeping it from blowing from wherever it was sent from. Ezekiel 37, 9 through 11 says, Then said he unto me, Prophesy unto the winds. And some of you may remember this from the teaching in Ezekiel. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, Thus said the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me. It wasn't an option. It was a command. When God speaks, uh, it is a command, not an option. Uh, that's what those that, that didn't do his will thought it was an option. They didn't, they didn't recognize that it was a command. They wanted others to command them. Uh, they want to command others. 
I, I don't want to command nobody, and that's not my job. I, I take orders from above. And so those that that would that that was told, I don't know you, it took things as an option. Uh, Jeremiah said that as he commanded me, that's what I did. And the breath came unto them. And they lived. And they stood up on their feet, an exceeding great army. Why? Because he prophesied uh, as God had commanded him. And he prophesied to the four winds. Well, the winds, as we know it, is a natural movement of something referred to as air. It is caused by the uneven heating of the earth by the sun and the earth's rotation creating the atmospheric pressure we enjoy so much. There is low pressure and there is high pressure resulting in various wind speeds. A science has labeled the winds as, uh, in four major uh, categories, the polar, the tropical, the easterlies, the prevailing westerlies, and the intertropical uh, convergent zone. There are a few other winds, but, uh, but we'll just deal with those right now. He said to tell the polar wind, say to the tropical easterlies, let the prevailing westerlies and the intertropical conveyance zone know that a command has been given. And they recognized the command. And it blew up on those bones. And it, it caused a great army to arise. And you'll have to go back in history. And as I said, uh, May 14, 1948. This same group of winds that gave life to the valley of dry bones are now being withheld. I, John, saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, nor the sea, nor the trees. And guess what? If you hear, that includes you too. Because if it's not blowing on the earth, if it's not blowing on the sea or the trees, and certainly you're not going to feel the coolness of the wind uh, uh, blowing up on you. Uh, and so he said, I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea. A seal is not uncommon. Uh, it wasn't uncommon then, and it's not uncommon now. Uh, and so uh, recall a seal is used to certify something has not been tampered with. In other words, do not touch. Don't break that seal. Don't go through that tape. Don't cross that line. Kings use seals, uh, use wax insignias. As the industry, the logistic industry, used a wire and aluminum or a plastic tab or colored tape and marking uh, to seal something up. A seal is used in business transactions. Your signature is a seal. Electronic signatures is a seal. Receipt of certain documents handed to you is a seal. Or uh, sent via email or text uh, is known as a seal. You need to seal the deal. In this instance, your signature won't do it. Uh, your email, your IT address uh, won't do it. Uh, you, if you believe in, you know, we used to receive those things that if you believe 
uh, you know, send the 20 other folks. Uh, that's not going to seal the deal. The Bible says in Ezekiel 9, 1 through 6, it says, He cried also in my ear with a loud voice, saying, Cause them that have charge over the city to draw near even every man with his destroying weapon in his hand. Jerusalem was in trouble. Judah was in trouble because they did not obey the will of God. And behold, six men came from the way of the high, higher gate, which led toward the north, and every man a, a slaughtering weapon in his hand. But there was one among them, clothed in linen, uh, with a rider's inkhorn by his side. And they went in and stood uh, beside the brazen altar. Uh, it's interesting that they went in and stood beside the brazen altar, that they gathered together uh, at, near the church. They gathered together right outside the church building uh, near the brazen altar. Uh, the brazen altar is where sacrificing and atonement of sin were made uh, for the people of God. It's interesting to note that John sees Jesus and his feet are like unto fine brass. They shine, burning as a fire, as a furnace, uh, representing a perpetual atonement for our sins. And oh my God. And so they were gathered around the brazen altar. And the glory of God of Israel was gone up from the cherubim, uh, whereupon he was to the threshold of the house. And he called to the man clothed with linen. God is now uh, showing Ezekiel, I'm uh, sending a messenger. And he called the man clothed in linen, which had the rider inkhorn in his hand. And the Lord said unto him, go through the midst of the city, through the midst of Jerusalem. I, I want you to go over into Pomona uh, this morning. I, I want you to go over into Rancho Cucamonga. I want you to go over into uh, Los Angeles. I want you to go down into Marina Valley, uh, over in Riverside. Uh, go down over in Corona and, and set a mark upon the forehead of the men uh, that sigh and that cry for all the abominations that are being done in the midst of it. I want you to go down and mark them that are living holy, those that refuse to give in to sin, those that have committed themselves and are faithful unto me. I want you to go down and to mark them, put a mark on them, and don't touch them. And so the Bible said, and, and to the others, he said in my hearing, oh my God, bless your name, Jesus. The watchman is not only seeing what's going on, but he's, he's being specific of this is what I heard. He said, go ye after them through the city. And I want you to cut down. I want you to smite and don't, don't hold back. Don't have any pity. I want you to slay the old. I want you to slay the young. Slay the maids and the little children and women. But don't touch any man upon whom the mark is. Uh, beginning in, at my sanctuary. That's why it's important to be in the sanctuary. Uh, that's why it's important to be named after God. The whole family of heaven and earth is named after Christ. That's why it's important to be in the will of God so that when the slaying starts, 
you won't be included. Those that was marked had sealed the deal. All not be with their signature, but because they had prayed, because they was crying out against unrighteousness, because they were holding on to their faithfulness, that God marked them. And then uh, they went forth and they began to carry out the will of God. But those that had sealed the deal had not, did not suffer the punishment. Bless your Lord Jesus. The Bible tells us in Ephesians 4, 27 and 32, the apostle Paul admonished all of us with these words. He's talking to everybody, uh, not just one person. But the word of God applies from, the, from this microphone all the way to the back door, to the right and to the left. Uh, it applies to everybody that hears it. He said, neither give place to the devil. Ah, uh, somebody uh, need to hear that. Don't give place to the devil. When the devil want to drive, uh, listen, the song used to say, uh, uh, don't let him ride. Because if you let him ride, he's going to want to drive. Don't give place to the devil. Let him that steal, steal no more, but work and labor with your own hands, because that's good that you might have to give to somebody else. He said, don't let corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. Too many folks are talking about people behind their back. Too many folks is putting, sharing business that they should not be sharing. Too many folks is saying things about authority, pastors, uh, saying things about the mothers, saying things about people that God has put in position. You need to keep your mouth shut. Uh, the Bible says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but let that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearer. Uh, he said, and grieve not the Holy Spirit. This is where I'm trying to get to. Uh, but you can't get here uh, until you get to those things. Uh, grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. Whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption. The Holy Ghost uh, will seal you. It will seal the deal with your obedience. Hallelujah, Lord. It will seal the deal. You're going to need the Holy Ghost. You're going to need God's signature saying, touch not my anointing and do my prophet no harm. You're going to need the deal to be sealed. He said, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you and be kind one to another, tender heart, forgiving one another, even as God, uh, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. The Holy Ghost is a power for witnessing. It is for receiving instruction. It is the assistant uh, for living a sanctified life, and it seals the deal. Listen here. I don't want to mislead you. Mm. Because someone asked a question. I don't want to misguide you. But listen, uh, having the Holy Ghost is not a guarantee that you're going to make the rapture if you're not obedient to what God has to say. He said obedience is better than sacrifice. Obedience is what God has called us to be. Obedient unto the end. Faithful unto the end. Uh, submissive unto the end doing the will of God. When we submit, we don't submit to man. We submit to the will of God. And in submitting to the will of God will make everybody else feel comfortable. Submitting to the will of God will have us acting right in the store, have us acting right on the job, have us acting right in the home, 
have us acting right. When we're out playing, acting right. Driving down the street, acting right. No matter what we're doing, when we're in the will of God. And so that's where you want to be in order to seal the deal. There's a lot of folks that have the Holy Ghost. God has blessed them. They received it. But then they decided that they're going to do it their way. They decided that, well, I, I'm all right with God. But have you forgot about Matthew 7? We just finished reading 7. That said that I, I, I cast out what you didn't do it by your own power. Oh, I was speaking in tongues, but listen, did you get the interpretation of what was being said? It may have been that uh, the Bible tells us that the spirit cries out Abba, meaning Father. Sometimes the spirit is praying for us because we don't really know what to pray for. And there are other times that God is instructing us. God is reproving us. I believe it's the, the prophet, it might have been Hosea, that said, I'm going to stand on my watch. And when I'm reproved of the Lord, everybody is reproved. I'm reproved. God instructs all of us, even Ezekiel. Ezekiel talked about how the Lord told him, said, look here, you're going to have to fall in line with what I'm telling you in order to do what I'm telling you to do. Told Jeremiah, said, Jeremiah, you're going to have to, uh, you're going to have to get over yourself because if you don't, I'm allowing you to be confounded in front of the people. You're going to look like a fool. So you're going to get over some things and line up with my word, line up with my will. That's what God's looking for. He's looking for us to line up with his will, and that's what seals the deal. John 20 and 22 says, and when he had said this, he breathed on them and said, receive ye the Holy Ghost. And it came to pass, I'm reading Acts 19, that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples, he said unto them, have ye received the Holy Ghost since ye believed? And they said unto him, We have not so much heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. And he said unto them, Unto what then were ye baptized? And they said unto him, John's baptism. Then said Paul, Verily, uh, John baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people, that they should believe on him which should come after him, and that is on Christ Jesus. And when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of Jesus uh, for the remission of sin. They were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid hands on them, the Holy Ghost came upon them. Paul didn't take them in another room and tell them to speak Latin. Speak Aramaic, go and take them another room, teach them some Hebrew, repeat it a, repeat it a number of times, that's speaking in tongues. No, you, you go to college, you go to your nearby community college to learn how to speak another language. The Holy Ghost is something that God sends, and uh, we receive it with joy. And the Spirit of God speaks out of you, with you, and for you, not through the coercing of someone else telling you what to say. He laid hands on them and they and the Holy Ghost came upon them through the laying on of hand and they spake with tongues and prophesied. 
You cannot seal the deal ignoring any of the above. You need to seal the deal. The Bible said, saying not, uh, not to, to hurt the earth, neither the sea nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God. There's a process going on right now. There's a process going on right now. Listen, listen to what I'm saying. We are in a process right now. We're in the process. God is tying a knot on things, so to speak. Uh-huh. Everything is, is set. There's nothing that except the grace of God. The Bible plainly says that God is not slack concerning his promise. He just would that no man would perish. He's given time to those that don't know. For us that know, we can't play with this time. We can't play. Don't, don't play with God. Don't play in and out. Don't play with God. And I got time. I, I can, you know, no, no, don't, don't play with God. This time is for those that don't, that, that is being drawn into the fold. Now, oh, thank you, Jesus. Hey, Lord, bless your name, Lord. Oh, my God. This time of drawing will be those that will just make it in. Those that have been in, those that are obedient, those that are doing what God has called them or instructed them to do are not the ones that are going to just make it in. The ones that just make it in are those that came at that last hour. That is a parable that the Lord gives about the workmen. I'm not going to go too in, into that too far, but I want you to understand something. That, that uh, those that make it in uh, at the last moment will not have the same reward as you that have been here, that have known the way, uh, that's the thing. See, some of us have known the way. Remember, uh, I believe it is uh, said that I, I call the, uh, the fathers because they have known the way. And I call the young men because they're strong. Bless your Lord. And, and so there is a different reward that those that have known the way and remain obedient unto God is going to receive. It is not a, I'm just going to barely make it in and receive a robe of righteousness. That those are those that came in at the last hour. But for those that have been in, you, you know, they used to testify, they used to hear their mothers and they testify, I've been in this way a long time. Those that are not just in the way. Don't be in the way of nobody. I'm just messing with that. But those that have lived and have known the way. And they are applying that way into their life all this time. Year after year. Day after day. Month after month. They are fighting fighting against the ups and downs, fighting against the times when they feel good and when they don't, 
fighting against the times when they when the money is funny and it's not a laughing matter. And they remain faithful to God. Those that have been in the way that know that, you know, that, that, oh my God, thank you, Jesus. The Bible says that a righteous man falls seven times, God will raise them up. Talking about them. Talking about them. Because see, when God raised them up and, and they continue on and they might have fallen again, but God raised them up. That fall is not a backslidden state. That fall means that they erred along the way, but God raised and they continued on. Bless your Lord. There is a reward because after a while, you stop tripping over your feet. You're tripping over your feet because you're in yourself. After a while, you stop doing things and it some things don't affect you, impact you because you're over it. You're over it. I'm so over this right now. I'm so over it right now. I am so over it right now that it does not impact me any longer. It's just like saying I'm not going to cry over that again. It doesn't have the impact that it had before. And so I'm now walking in a more mature, more prone way and exercising the rights and privileges that I have in God. So there is a reward. <laughs> oh, my God. I I'm doing my best to get this out because this, this is not in my notes anywhere. There is a reward for those that are pressing their way. They have pressed their way over the past two, three, four, five, six years. They have pressed their way uh, in spite of they are pressing. And so then the trump of God sounds. And in the marriage, at the feast, there are rewards. See, see, those that just came in are saved, but they're not the same as those that overcame other adversities. It's not the same. It's not the same as those that had to overcome other things and like that hit all these years and, and the things that they dealt that they overcame those adversity but someone that just came in they're gonna be happy they're gonna be satisfied they're not gonna be jealous of your reward Hallelujah. by no means <laughs> but for those of you saints listen that have known the way mothers Fathers Hallelujah. in the church, brothers, sisters, I, I, I count myself as just a brother. I know what my title is. I know what my expect, what God expects of me. But listen, I am happy to just be a, listen, there is that reward that is going to be given 
that is distinguishing. And those that can't come in in the last hour, they're going to be happy. They're going to be satisfied with making it in and not being stained with, because they had sealed the deal at the right time. your name Jesus. Thank you Lord. Hallelujah. Thank the you. deal was sealed at the right time. Mighty God. I, I don't, I don't want to say nothing else. I want to stop with that. I need to just think about that for a moment. Thank you Jesus. I need to just thank God and enjoy that for the moment because God sends here to us his word. God reveals things to us and it's just, you, you know, is of God that places the emphasis on what he wants. But with that being said, Father, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy, Lord, for your word this morning. I pray, Lord God, that you would bless each one that have heard your word, those that will listen later, to receive what has been said. Lord God, not to go to the right or to the left, but to be steadfast and unmovable, abiding in your work. Lord Jesus, you have sealed the deal, Lord God, and you're standing by, waiting to seal others. Help us, Lord God, to be the invitation to those that we meet, to encourage them, O oh Lord God, for the saving of their soul. Lord Jesus, that you may seal, that they can seal the deal before it is too late. We ask these blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. I pray that something has been said to bless your soul. This is Pastor Carl Henderson of Cornerstone Apostolic Church at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. My prayer and hope is that you are, that you and your walk is enhanced. I look forward to seeing you in service with us soon. If you've been blessed, uh, share the gospel, share uh, SML Sunday Morning Live with someone else at iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon, other podcast carriers. Just, just tell them to type in SML inside the pages. You, you'll find us. Listen, if you need prayer, if you want to submit a prayer request uh, uh, again um, and you're not able to, to be in the service, uh, visit connectingtruth.org and submit that request. We have prayer warriors that will be praying for you. God bless you. Uh, now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of the Holy Ghost rest, rule, and abide in what now and forevermore.
Be blessed.